basically. Hey guys, uh, I'm David J. Oak. I'm going to be the podcast host for um, the podcast today. And it'd be awesome if you guys go check out our YouTube channel link down below, check out the Twitch, check out um, the landing page link, and also check out the Patreon if you guys enjoy this content, you want more of it, and you also want to help us create our app, which is launching in, in late August. Uh, the the pre-beta, uh, the beta uh, version of it's launching in late August. Uh, that'd be awesome. We we can always use the support and that comes with benefits too. So by all means, go check it out. But yeah, I'm David Jayok, as I said, and I'm the brand manager of projects and I'm also hosting today's podcast. Uh, today I am with... Hey, what's up guys? Uh, I'm Calvin. Uh, I am the founder of Chapter 2 Creative, which is a digital product agency uh, where we create web and mobile applications for small businesses and entrepreneurs. Glad to be here. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I I love I love the fact that with your app, um, it makes it a lot more ex- like accessible to to create these products. Because the thing is, right, like dev teams they require a substantial amount of money to create these apps. And um, I, I like the fact that you're you're approaching this with the mindset of, hey, there might be entrepreneurs that want to make an app but they might not know how to do any development or anything like that. And they need, they need a reasonable priced company that can do it. Um, you want to kind of talk about like the in-depths of your company and, and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, for sure. So um, is, yeah, just like you mentioned, one of the main reasons is the, uh, I, I realized there was a lot of people who would be like, yeah, I have this idea for a nap. I have this idea for a nap. Uh, but then when it comes to finding people to make it, they're like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, they don't know any developers. Um, and then when they go, you know, go out into the, the world and search for them, they're hit with these very, very large, large numbers. Um, and that's like, that, that's like one of the main reasons why um, I wanted to start my own agency. Uh, I wanted to, well, first, I really enjoy coding and creating apps, uh, applications. And two, um, just like you, you mentioned uh, just a little bit before we hopped on a call, like I want, we want to help the world. We want to help people. Uh, it's kind of like the main driving force of what we do. Um, if at the end of every decision, at the end of every decision, it's are we helping someone? And if it's yes, um, then yeah, let's we're go we're go all in. We're all for it. Um, That's awesome. So yeah, I'm able to help entrepreneurs, small businesses, whoever. Uh, create their ideas, literally take their ideas from their head and like make it into something like, like said, sort of tangible, um, dig- digitally tangible. <laughs> uh, and then that's so powerful. It's just very yeah. powerful. It's definitely something that like, um, you see all the time people, people have all these amazing ideas, but, but then like, I don't know how to, <laughs> how to do it. And then they, they go mm-hmm. Google and it's like, it's obscene prices, like you said. Um, so are you like the only person that's, that's, that's designing these apps and helping build these apps? Or do you have like a team of some sorts that's like building it along with you or, or work in different aspects? Yeah, so, uh, so as of now, it's just myself. Uh, I know in the future, I do plan on expanding. Um, as of now, it's myself because I don't have, a, I haven't gotten enough work or um, the business itself hasn't grown enough where I need to start uh, building a team mm-hmm. and like outsource, either outsourcing stuff, building a team, whatever cases. Um, but that is the goal. That, that is the, that yeah. is the direction you, I'm moving you, towards. You must have a lot of like a uh, viability in, 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 uh, in different programming languages. Cause like, it's not just like one language you're using, right? Like you're using multiple and numerous different like languages. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the beauty of programming today in today's world is uh, you can build a lot of things with just JavaScript. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so um, I, I went, I went to my, so a little background about me, my, I went to school for uh, front end development. So that's where I learned, you know, what school did you end up going to, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I went to RIT, Rochester Institute of Technology. So, oh, um, awesome. Awesome. Is a plug in there for any people from RIT <laughs> watching. What's up? Uh, shout out from the New Media ID uh, program. So uh, the New Media, I was in the New Media Interactive Development program. That's where I learned like all front end development re- related stuff. I had it was a mix of programming courses and design courses. Uh, so 
I, I did like Illustrator, Photoshop and for some classes and then other classes I did like algorithm, like the more CS programming side, the algorithms, the create, creating apps. Um, did a little back end uh, eventually towards the end of my senior year. Um, and um, I mean, it was a good experience. I liked it. Uh, but again, like, I guess just to bring it back to the, to the point of JavaScript, like in today's time, you can make uh, anything with it from like uh, um, command line interfaces to desktop applications, to mobile applications, uh, websites, web applications. You, you can make a bunch of stuff with it. Um, so yeah, ironically, even though I am a one-man team, uh, I just know that one language it does yeah. really well. Huh. That's awesome. I mean, JavaScript is definitely difficult. It's not it's not user-friendly, I heard. Um, is, is, would you say that's true or? Um, I mean, I'm biased. <laughs> it's what I've been using uh, for about three years. Um, I did uh, some C sharp um, in school. I did some Python and Java. So I, I started um, on Python. That was like my, like the intro class. I started on Python and, and, uh, and then did some Java. Um, and then did some C sharp, but out of all, I don't know. I I think I'm I'm definitely still biased because I've been using JavaScript a lot, lot more, uh, a lot longer. So I I like everything JavaScript. It makes sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense to me. It, um, the syntax, um, the like the arrow functions, everything makes sense to me. Hmm. Uh, so like. How how did you just how did you come up with, with this idea? Like, were you just like sitting there one day? You're just eating some cereal, some Fruit Loops, and you're just <laughs> like, oh, hey, why don't I just create this this app or not app? This company that can help with like entrepreneurs that don't really know how to do tech, but they want to do something with tech. Or how did you come about mm -hmm. it? Uh, very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was like an accumulation of my years in college. Uh, in addition to like my personal development and learning what I really want. I mean, I'm still figuring out what I really, really want, but you know, I'm a lot closer now than I was like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so going through college, I went through, I guess I'll call the, the conventional or the, yeah, the conventional software engineer route you go through college and then you come out you try to get a six-figure job at a big tech company the fan companies or, or any um or any or uh yeah an equivalent and that was what is what I, that was what i thought i wanted for a very long time uh not until i'll say recently um like march 2020 um i i'm like i'm, I'm calling that recently because like I don't know, 2020 was really short. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, blinked and it was over. Yeah, so March 2020 was when I really dove into, um, actually, wait, let me backtrack, rewind a bit. I totally skipped all the, the I skipped like the internships I had, which contributed to all this. Uh, <laughs> so, um, okay, so 2019 summer, I've inter I interned at IBM. Uh, at North Carolina and their RTP location. And that was my first, that was my first internship at a big company. And so I was just like, wow, this is great. Uh, I can't believe someone hired me. They thought I was good enough. And I was just like super eager, super excited to just absorb everything, learn everything, learn about the culture, the work, what it's like to be a programmer in a corporate company. And it wasn't to, I guess, towards the end of that internship where I realized that uh, that lifestyle was, wasn't really something I wanted. Uh, it was, uh, you know, nine to five. So you go to, you wake up, go to work, uh, I come home, either, I either go to, uh, either work out after work or uh, I play volleyball. And then- Oh, what position? Um, uh, outside. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But like what, like what position on like, did you just like play like two man volleyball or, or. Oh, um, it's regular six, six on six, like in regular, uh, indoor. 
Um, yeah, I played for I played intramurals at school, so I was I was like into it, but I wasn't like super into it. Where I was like on the teams and stuff, I wasn't that good because I yeah, started yeah. playing I started playing in college, so I learned mm. everything in college. Um, but I, I still love it to death. Like I, I I'm still trying to find a place to play here. Yeah, uh, yeah. And. Oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. You, you talked about volleyball and immediately I was like, oh, I have to know like what position you played because I uh, I played uh, uh, right uh, right defense. So, so yeah. Gotcha. Okay, nice, nice, nice. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the nine to five, it was work, gym, slash volleyball, go home, eat dinner, meal prep, rinse and repeat. Um, <laughs> And yeah, even though I was excited because it was my first internship, so I was really excited to go to work every single day and, uh, you know, just be in my cubicle, just coding away. <laughs> um, I, I, some reason, it was like one time I was driving back home from work and I was just like, is this it? Like, is this the, how it's going to be? Like, if I were to get a full-time position, is this how it's going to be? And I was just like, there has to be more in life there just has to be more like you just can't graduate get a job and then like do this for until you retire or to whatever yeah. uh so then uh 2020 happened COVID happened uh i had my internship again but this time it was remote so i worked from home uh you know very different uh, i just got up went to my desk worked <laughs> uh stayed at my desk uh, ate dinner and I stayed at my desk somewhere. Uh, so <laughs> the, the uh, COVID really helped me learn more about myself, uh, especially, at, uh, you know, you're kind of, you, you're, you're uh, quarantining, you're isolating, you're in your house. Um, I feel like it's, I feel like a lot of people can agree with this. Is like you, it was a lot of the self-discovery that year, last year. Mm -hmm. uh you, le you learned a lot about what you liked and what you don't like and what you couldn't uh handle uh, yeah no, you definitely. could handle yeah so that was so it march 2020 was a start yeah sorry go ahead go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, i was um say uh, march 2020 was definitely the start of my like entrepreneurial personal discovery journey and that was when i started exploring more just kind of like when um exploring the there has to be more to life that was like my exploration time that was when i started just reading more like self-help books business books and meeting people online and joining like entrepreneurial like facebook groups and just putting myself out there and then slowly that evolved into a new um i guess way of thinking a new mindset and that was where the agency idea started um like it wasn't less it wasn't like a oh i got i'm a i'm a build agency it was just like oh this could be a good idea but then it's like something else came along oh that could be a good idea too uh and then eventually i won't say till the probably till the beginning of this year i like mentally uh like sat myself down and said okay i need to find something that i really want to do and stick to it um, so at the beginning of this year, I stopped applying to jobs because I was, I just knew that like, I just wouldn't like go into the corporate world, um, and you know, do, do that whole cycle again. Uh, and I knew I wanted to code. Um, I still wanted to code. I still wanted to build apps, build stuff. Um, and I was like, what can, what allows me to build applications and build stuff um and you know turn that into a business and the agency model is kind of like the best thing that i was able to fit to it uh i was also it's like i'm also a very creative person um i was into photography uh, i started photography when i was in high school so that kind of contributed to the the creative agency space so I, I knew I wanted to have an agency where I was allowed to be creative. I wasn't really structured in a corporate uh, environment. Uh, and I was like, if I wanted to program and, or if I wanted to like, does, like do some UI UX design, I can do that. And 
I, I guess that's long, like long story short, that's how it all boiled down and uh, evolved into uh, the creation of uh, my business now, uh, Chapter Two Creative. Uh, so basically, uh, COVID, COVID actually was kind of a gift to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> even though it was uh, not a, even though yeah, it, it was a pandemic it helped me out a lot helped yeah definitely helped me probably one of my best years <laughs> i mean you definitely you, it seems like you definitely found out what you want to do right like that's the hardest thing in life right most people there, there are different types of people there's people that simply want to you know work a nine-to-five job and they're, they're fine with that and there's other people that they they do what you do they self-reflect and, and and they think to themselves like is this really it you know like is this really all i want to want to do and some people, you know, when they when they think about this, what they do to justify or not justify, but what they do to kind of accept this reality is is that they go on vacations, right? Like some people, like they just want to travel the world, they want to see the see the world around them and just see different states, see different countries. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like everyone's different, everyone wants different things in in life. But um, there's other people that they do this reflection and they think to themselves, well, I want to change the world i want to make a difference i want to change society in a, in a in a better way and you think to yourself what what's the issue right now what's what's the problem right now in the world and, and you and you choose you choose to create some app create some some company create something of the sorts that can number one get you out of the situation of being in this nine to five job and number two uh help you make a difference because the hardest part right is is the making the very first time you're making anything like this, it's the hardest part because you have no idea what you're doing. You're learning all these different things and, and you're trying to figure out what, what does work and what doesn't work. And that's the hardest part is because you don't have anyone to guide you. And, and once you do do it, once the, once you get past that, that hump, um, it kind of becomes a lot easier. It, it helps you go down other revenues uh, of, of projects and, and passion projects and things like that. So, I'm really interested to see how your agency adapts over time, right? Because you can you can stick to just making, um, not making, but helping entrepreneurial uh, entrepreneurs like make, uh, you know, tech company, not tech companies, but tech uh, based products um, like apps and stuff and and uh, websites and things like that, or um, and just stick to that. Or you can branch off to to probably a lot of other things. Like there's so much your your agency can do. It's kind of insane. Like you're not limited really to a specific niche. You're you can do just a lot. Like for example, um, not for example, but question. So with your agency, like do you just limit yourself to creating apps, or like is there something you would say your agency specializes in in terms of uh, bringing an entrepreneur's dream to life? Like is there some like specific thing that the entrepreneur must want in terms of tech? That you'll do like for example let's say like like oh i want an app right do you say okay yeah we could do that or uh do you say that's not something we do um like is there do's and don'ts basically like is there some things that you'll accept and other things you won't like how far do you how far do you go in terms of uh any tech projects that that entrepreneurs want to make gotcha um i mean right now they're I'm not specialized in anything. Um, I'll say I'll say yet uh, because I know it's better to specialize and generalize than yeah than to be generalized. Uh, but since this is still a fairly new business, like I've probably started like a little over a month ago. Uh, I guess I I just take on any project that I can, and I know I'll be able to handle myself. Um, anything bigger than that, um, I, I I don't I won't reject it necessarily, uh, but I'll make sure the client or you know whoever's on that side knows and understands like how big their idea is. So I feel like sometimes clients they have an idea but they don't understand the amount of work it takes to build it, especially if they don't really have a, a tech background. Uh, and they, they, they don't, they're just like, yeah, I have this idea, just make it. Um, 
and then I have to break it down to to, uh, to them and explain the amount of work. Like there's, there's the front end, there's the back end, and then you know you gotta also understand where your data comes in um, and how that and how your data flows and um, the amount of time also that it takes. Like uh, I, I remember I was on a startup project a couple like somewhere last year towards the end of last year and they didn't really understand the amount of time it took to develop stuff um they i remember there was like a website they wanted to that like the main their main website they wanted to uh build and they're like yeah um here's all here's everything we want to build here's design uh and they're like we have a week to do this and i'm like a week what yeah i'm like uh sure but uh here's what you could expect in a week yeah yeah like that like what <laughs> that's like that's like hiring a plumber and then telling the plumber you have a you have you have one hour to do this like like that makes zero sense like how how <laughs> how yeah, does like, someone do that like what you have an hour fix my whole house please <laughs> yeah no that makes that makes no sense at all wow yeah so like do you um so obviously the right like right like you don't you're not obligated to explain this this stuff to um uh, not stuff but explain the technical breakdown to these uh clients that you that you work with right like you don't you, you're not you're not required to you choose to mm -hmm. um and when you do this, is it is this because you want to kind of, you know, redirect them towards like another company that they can possibly work with or something? Because like, like you said, like you might not have um, all those skill sets to develop that app or, or whatever it may be. Do you break it down to them to kind of show them like, hey, like I can do this part of it, but this other stuff you're going to have to like hire someone else. Or like, like why, uh, why exactly do you do that? Like, is it because you're trying to tell them like, hey, you need all this done as you want to probably take me a long time to do it or are you or, or are you doing it because you just want to kind of show them like hey i can do this one this one piece but the rest someone else has to do like is there a reason mm -hmm. behind it or i'm just curious uh, yeah for for me it's uh to, for me it's uh to make sure they have all the information possible because i know at the end of the day it's like you're not gonna sell everyone who comes to you uh it, it's it's impossible uh and at the end of the day, to, for me, it's more of, I'd rather have them be able to get their idea built out the way they wanted to uh, with all the information they have. So if I, can, uh, if I can't build their, build out build their idea, like at the time, I, wanted to, I, want to, I want them to at least have all the information so they can make the best decisions moving forward from wherever they're at. I see. Um, okay. And whether that's still continuing to work with me or going to find a developer, mm -hmm. um, I think I'm I'm okay with like if if um, I give all the I give them all that information and they're like yeah we'll go find someone else like because then if we continue working together, I, I feel like we will still we still wouldn't really mesh too well because i'm at a point where you know i don't have a team yet um and that would cause hiccups like if i have to go find other developers or like subcontract other developers that'll cause hiccups in the sense that um maybe they don't work maybe maybe as like as the developer team like maybe we don't work too well together or like their their the developer skills are not as or is not where i thought it would be or whatever the case is there could be some misalignment within like the, the development part of the project and then that could cause hiccups within like the client and and uh, me as a business so see yeah it's it's a more focused on the 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 uh customers satisfaction so i guess like like uh like amazon it's it's all about the customer yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta make sure they have all their information to make the best decision possible i see yeah that's actually yeah that's really nice of you i mean because most companies you know they don't take the time to really do that they just they just kind of say oh we can't do it bye um so that's that's really you know yeah. that's that's nice of you yeah, um, I mean, at the end of the day we're we're both people uh and, and like if you take away the entities, we're just communicating ideas to each other. Uh, you know, we're we're both people. At the end of it, we're you know if you 
entities as in like we're not we take away like the businesses like the your this like the client's business working with my business um we take away all that strip all that down we're exchanging ideas we're we're uh exchanging services uh if i can help if i could guide you into a another direction like or a different direction or a better direction whatever the case is um yeah i i think i think i, I value that more yeah yeah so another question that uh that i was just thinking about so like you said you just moved recently um and you're kind of like paying for everything you know your rent your appliances your food everything um and you said that that you're not taking on you know you're not you're not looking for any jobs in terms of you know joining a software company and, and you're not looking for um any internships like um is this like your sole uh you know your sole profit or your sole sole like revenue source or like are you like how are you because you just started like you said like a month ago right so mm -hmm. you just took on a lot of a lot of things you have to pay um so is the company the sole revenue source that you're using to pay for all these applications and and if so uh if you don't mind like what's the breakdown of uh of how you charge people i'm really curious how like all this works so gotcha um I mean, yeah, it's as of now, yeah, it's my um, full time, I guess, yeah, you could call it my full time job. Um, that's awesome. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. You just started a month ago and it's your full time job. That's insane. That's like most people have to work like half a year, year, like half a year to a year, if not years, to like make their company into the full time job. That's amazing. Wow. Sorry. I just want to say that. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Um, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I've also been freelancing since August. I guess I, I'm, mm. I, yeah, I missed that part <laughs> while explaining my journey. But uh, yeah, I've been freelancing since I graduated um, because uh, I was, I didn't land a full-time, I didn't have a full-time offer when I graduated. So I was like, I'm just going to freelance and, you know, and apply to jobs in the meantime. Um, and then it was not until like the beginning of this year, like I mentioned before, I stopped applying to jobs because I really wanted to, to go all in. Uh, yeah. So I've been freelancing for a while um, and like during that time saved up some money and then knowing have to move um, had to like you know readjust the finances um, uh, yeah full doing this full time and just put myself in a position where it's like a um, what do they call it a, a zero options mentality mm. where I have no other option but to make it i uh, see yeah. so it's like a fight or flight situation either mm -hmm. either, either you know run away or, or or you or you take a head on and you overcome it yeah yeah that's it's i think i had to put myself in this position to really uh like push or force the best out of myself because uh, I know if if I'm uh, yeah like I mentioned to you before if I was staying at home I I'm comfortable I don't have to worry about the rent down where I don't have to worry about food or bills or anything any like any projects that I work at home when when I was home was all pure profit I didn't have to I didn't have any anything to pay and I wasn't really pushing me um, yeah much uh, so I made the dive and put myself in this position to force myself to uh make sure i've did all i can uh and say no just just make sure i can't uh look back and say i didn't try yeah in, in, yeah. in a way so honestly you're 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 living, you're living the dream of, in, in the sense of the people that have these visions, right? These projects, these, these goals, these dreams that they want to achieve. Um, but again, humans don't, they don't want to be in, in a, in a uncomfortable positions, right? They, they, they mm -hmm. enjoy the comfort. They enjoy the, the peace of, of, you know, not, not being stressed all the time about if they're going to pay the bills, if, you know, just various different things. And, and the fact that you, <laughs> that's just, it amazes me. The fact that you, made your made a company a month ago and that alone is a very uncomfortable thing to do right like you 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 got an llc together you you signed a contract a contract you know making your company you did all this work you you paid you put in all this money into making this company uh which most people right then and there would have quit because it's uncomfortable to invest money into into a dream right it's 
it's scary because mm-hmm. you don't know if it's gonna succeed or fail but you did you you <laughs> you managed to do that and then on top of that you went you know what i want to take it to the next level and i'm gonna move and, <laughs> yeah. and and make it where this this has to succeed like you put yourself in a situation where okay hey i saw this company right now i now it has to 120 percent succeed because i don't have any other choice like Mm-hmm. Most people alone, just starting the company in itself would have been enough to make them uncomfortable, enough to make them just, you know, be be content with them pushing themselves. But you you took it to another level to where this is no longer, oh, hey, this is a dream that, I, you know, I'm giving it a shot. I want to see if it works. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You're in a situation now where it has to work. Like it's, yeah. it's your dream. And that's, uh, it's amazing. Like that's something that you hear you hear books <laughs> books about like most people don't just hey i made a company a month ago and now i'm moving to another state and, and making that my full uh my full revenue source like that's that's amazing honestly wow yeah thank you thank you <laughs> no, of course. yeah i mean that's um from a podcast i heard um this is one of my i guess mentors in a way um, his name is Andy Frisella, um, another entrepreneur, very, very successful. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of First Form. Oh, okay. And one of the things I remember in his podcast is um, life is like a tree. You're either, di- you're either growing or you're dying. Yeah. Uh, so the way I think of it is if you're not growing, um, you know, of, of course you're dying, but, but it also is the people who are staying comfortable if you're staying comfortable, that means you're technically dying because you're not growing. You're comfortable. Yeah. Uh, so I, when I heard that quote, I was just like, I can't be comfortable. Like, damn, like I can't. Because yeah. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> exactly. it's like, like where, where if, if I'm going to be comfortable, um, how is, you know, am I, am I really living at that point? Like if you're comfortable, that means you're not changing. And what you're not changing, you're choosing. Uh, and if you keep doing that for an extended amount of time, then you're wasting time. You're not, you're not chasing after what you want to do. Uh, you're you're kind of, yeah, you're essentially wasting time. Um, exactly. I, I remember like when I was, I guess still in college, some, there would, there'd be some times where I would like, look at my phone, look at my watch and be like, whoa. How's it like this time already? Like where'd all my time, where'd all that time go? Um, and if like now thinking about, thinking back to those moments with this mindset, those are essentially snippets of time that I've wasted because I wasn't mindful of what I was doing in that moment. Uh, like I'm not saying you have to be productive every single second, every minute of your day, but at least be mindful of what you're doing, what you're spending your time on say like say you're, you're distracted on your scroll on instagram and there goes an hour of your day uh instead of being like oh we're, we're like where where that hour go at least be mindful be like okay yeah i did waste an hour or i did spend that hour scroll on instagram um yeah hold yourself accountable exactly. yeah essentially yeah hold yourself accountable um and yeah and then and then to add on to the um zero option mentality it's uh I don't, I'm going to paraphrase this quote because <laughs> uh, I don't really remember exactly how it goes, but it's something along the lines of uh, like the crazy people who think they can change the world are usually the ones who do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so true. It's the crazy people out there who, who have this dream, who have this ambition and the drive to, to, do something about what they about the world or about what they don't like and uh that that can change the world and it just it it, all it takes is that that thought that manifests into like the belief and the faith and then the mission and the drive and then you just keep going um and like the sky's the limit at that point like you can change anything yeah, no, exactly. This actually, uh, I think this reminds me of a, of a time where uh, projects was actually going through a very tough situation. It was, 
a lot of people in the company, they, they had a lot of life events that happened that, that had a, that made them where they had to take like a very short vacation. And, um, we, we came in with a, with a, with a team of four people. It was, it was me, Luke, and then two other people. And those, those two other people, they, they had a lot going on in life. And the thing is, right, with projects, we, we never wanted the company to be looked at in a way that's like, it's draining them. You know, it's draining the motivation. We wanted projects to be something that people look at and it motivates them. So right. we, we told them like, Hey, like, you know, if you need to take like a, like a week long break, like go ahead and do it, you know, like go take a week, go take two weeks, go, go, you know, regenerate yourself, go, go get motivated again, go, you know, enjoy your time with your family, whatever it may be, whatever you need to do, just go do it. And a lot of, a lot of pressure got put on to Luke and I, and, and we had these interns coming in, we had all this stuff coming in and, and, and Luke and I we were just like, how, how, how are we going to do this? Like, like, like we're both taking summer classes. We're like, we're both college students. And, and I remember these interns came in and they, they were looking at us as if we were mentors, as if, as if we knew exactly what like, to do. Like you had all the answers. Exactly. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. Luke and I, we, we were like, we we're like, we have to be able to ensure these people that, that we quote unquote do, even if we don't. Right. Cause <laughs> We want people to come to projects with that, with that mindset of, 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 Hey, you know, creating a, creating a startup is scary, but you come here and, and it's actually possible. And Luke and I, um, we're both taking summer classes right now. And, and, and we are both, we're both like with everything we have with the, the workload that we have, we're like, it's just, there's not enough hours in the day. And we, we both sat down i remember this we sat down and we, and we saw scrolling through like old designs that we had uh for the app and just like you know like posts that we made and we we're going all the way back to last year in december when we started it and, and we looked at the very first presentation right the very first presentation for projects and um we we both are just like no we can't we can't just we can't just let this situation let us just be stagnant. We can't just freeze up. We can't let this die. Like this is bigger than us. This is going to help people. And we ended up, oh my, this was the worst week of our life. <laughs> we ended up staying up for like days on end. I think we, at a point we stood up for almost like three days. It was like two and a wow. half days. And uh, we were just completely burnt. I remember that we, we met up uh, to go to this meeting with some of the interns. And after the meeting, uh, Luke and I, we just were like, we can't, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep going. And, um, the only thing that really invoked us was, was, was the idea that the quote that says the richest place is, 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 is the graveyard, right? It's because all these dreams, all these goals, all these, all these ambitious ideas, these people have, they die with them because they don't have anywhere. They have no guidance. They have nowhere to start. They don't know where to go. And, and they die with these dreams and it becomes the point of how ambitious are you, right? How much drive do you have? And that's the thing. Not everyone is, is, is going to be someone that, that can be in a situation where they pour in all the money, pour in, pour in all the time and effort that they, that, that they want uh, into an idea or a project. Um, so they end up just never doing it. Right. And we're like, we want projects to solve that because there are people that have amazing brilliant ideas but they never do it because like the stuff i said previously they just they don't have the resources they don't have the funds they don't have the time and we just we just didn't want that we didn't want to live in a live in a future where projects was not helping create these ideas into reality like heck we say this all the time We're like imagine if someone creates creates some company on our app that ends up leading to I don't know, time travel or something, some hypothetical thing. Like mm -hmm. we'll never know if, if we don't right. create it. And that's the biggest thing is that, like you said, right. If, if you're not growing, if you're, if you're like a tree, if, if you're not growing, if you're not improving, you're dying. And at the end of the day, okay. we, we kind of took that to soul. We took this to heart and here we are now we're having a podcast. I, I get to talk to you. I get to hear about your ambitions and your goals. And we get, a projects gets to motivate people and, and people get motivated by you because they see the ambition and the goals that you have. So it's, it's absolutely a privilege to talk to you and, and, and get to hear about your goals and, and, and how you came about creating this product. So that's, 
it's kind of like we're not a huge rant and tangent but i just thought i'd say <laughs> no, that, you're so. good you're yeah. you're good no, it's and that's the thing about like uh like business businesses uh, i actually had a had a friend post on his instagram store the other day he was say, so, saying something along the lines of uh he i still can't tell people or i don't want to tell people i own a business because i don't want to come off as pretentious mm-hmm. uh and i was telling him like hey here's another way to look at it. Um, being a business owner, you know, doesn't mean you're rolling in money. <laughs> all, it, all it means is you have a dream and a goal that you want to achieve um, on your either on your own or like you want to build and you can't see yourself building and working on, on someone else's dream uh, and goals. Exactly. And I was like, the, the just like you mentioned uh, your anecdote of like that 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 time where you and luke sat down and just like we can't like we got to keep going like yep. we, we did this we just got to keep going yeah they, people don't see that side all they see is the 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 successes yep exactly um, yeah it's just it's just like like uh the highlight reels like instagram nobody posts their failures there nobody no, everybody posting their like when they're at their best. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, again, just because you're just because you're a business owner doesn't mean you're rolling in money. All, to me, all it means is you have a dream and um, a goal that you want to, to work on. Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back again. The crazy people who, who want to change the world are usually the one who do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we, I don't think we're crazy, but uh, we are the crazy people in that scenario. We're, we're definitely the people yeah. that, that at the end of the day, we're not, we're not doing it for the money. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're doing yeah. it to make a difference. And like you said, like, those are the crazy people, you know, yeah. the people that don't let the societal values, the, the money that comes into play, right? Because money is important at the end of the day. Everyone, everyone yeah. needs money, right? That's not, money you can never, good. never live without it. You need it. Um, yep. But like the saying goes, if you, if you pursue your dreams, you pursue your fat, uh, passion, like money will come. Um, it's never guaranteed, right? Money is never guaranteed. But at the end of the day, at least if, if you're broke, at least if you don't have a dollar to your name, you at least know that you're doing the things that you love and enjoy and that you, you want to do to change the world. And that's the thing. Like, you ha- there's two sides to a coin, right? You can look at it as, hey, I'm broke. I have no money. I, I failed at life. It- or you can look at it as, hey, I decided to create my own company. Maybe it's not doing the hottest, but at least I, I-, I jumped into this and I'm not giving yeah. up. At least you can say you tried. Yeah, no. I think, exactly. Yeah, I think that's the, the important part for me. It's like, I, I, yeah, my parents always grew up like, yeah, make sure you, you live with no regrets, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I didn't comprehend it. I was, I was a child at that point, but now like it's like 15, 20 years later, it's like, yeah, I don't want to look back or, or I, I don't want to, I do, I do want to say at the end, um, at least I tried because then that is like, there's no regret there. There's no, Oh, what if I, what if I did it? What if I, what if I tried it this way? It's like, I tried. Yep. Um, and yeah, just like you said about money, it's, we're both not doing it for money because uh, we, we know that, um, or the saying goes, if you chase money or yeah, if you, yeah, if you chase money, it'll run. Um, yep. Yep. And for the people who focus on the money, uh, it's, it's usually just a short-term thing for them. I don't think it's a, it's ever a, a, a long-term uh, like, I guess, satisfaction or, or project or whatever, whatever word it is. Um, if you're doing it for the, the, like the value, your values that you wanting to change the world and helping and make an impact, the money will always come. Yeah, no, exactly. Some way, shape, or form, it will come. Yeah. Uh, and then also, like, the, yes, um, I also want to bring up, there are people who also, who, like, don't really agree with that uh, in terms of, 
they're like, yeah, well, just because you chase your goals and your passion, like you still need to, you know, you still need to make a living. You still need to eat. You still need to live, essentially. And I guess sometimes like the whole money thing is taken out of context because it's, I don't think we're saying like go invest every dollar you have uh, to go build your business and um, you know, in the event it fails, you you literally have nothing. You're homeless. Yeah. Like obviously, don't be so like financially. Um, what's the word? Uh, don't. Um, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. I'm forgetting it too. It's like financially, like improper. Ir- improper. Irresponsible. Yeah, irresponsible. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Don't be don't be financially irresponsible. Of course. Um, save money where you can live um, and, and chase your dream, whatever cases. Um, I've, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like sometimes it's taken out of context where people be like, yeah, you, you're preaching like, yeah, go chase your passions, go find your passion, go do all this and what makes you happy, but you still need to live. And I'm like, wait, I know them. It's like, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying go like spend every dollar you have, build your dream, like spend good amount of money to go build your dream take risks but don't don't be homeless yeah no it's it's like it's like like for example right let's say like you know you're working a job may that be i don't know minimum wage may that be whatever it may be um and you have a dream you have a goal you have a passion you have some idea that you want to make into a reality right don't don't just quit your job and go go running off and, and, and go make that dream, right? Like if you're in college, for example, and, and and you're absolutely you absolutely hate college, you're not enjoying it at all, um, and you drop out, right? There's nothing wrong with dropping out of college. The issue with mm-hmm. that though is if you drop out without an idea, without without some type of goal in your mind of how you're gonna sustain yourself, how you're gonna provide for yourself, mm-hmm. that's the issue, right? Like you don't yeah. you have no goal you have no you, you're just doing it because you're like ah, i don't like this bye like like i'm sure yeah. there are people like for example um like jeff bezos he when he made uh when he made his audiobook company thing right he was working in a tech job he was working he was mm-hmm. working a job um i'm not 100 percent sure it's tech i just want to say that but i think it was tech i'm not sure though but he was working uh he was working another job and he'd come home and he'd work on you know his his, his dream and goal um, it's not, I, I highly doubt the man enjoyed going to his, to his job, his, his like nine to five job or whatever it may be. Um, and then coming home and working on his dream. I'm sure he just wanted to work on his dream full time. I'm sure he does all he wanted to do, but in the end, he knew that if he quit his job, he wouldn't be able to provide for his family. And mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing, right? Is like, have a plan, have yeah. something set yeah. that you can, you know, like you said, like fall back on if, if it doesn't work out, like that's the biggest thing, right? Is at least be financially responsible enough to, to be like, okay, Hey, I had this dream, but I obviously don't have the exuberant amount of funds to just, you know, drop everything I'm doing and, and focus on it. So if that's the case, go to your nine to five job, come home. And, and I'm not saying, you know, work on it 24 seven after your nine to five job. But what I am yeah. saying is, you know, put in an hour a day, put in, put in at least 30 minutes a day, just do something yeah. to get towards that dream. And that's the biggest something. thing. Yeah. yeah. One step at a time. It's like the compound effect, like, uh, and just get 1% every day. Uh, yeah. 1% better every day. Um, from, I don't know if you heard of the book, Atomic Habits. I've not. Um, it's, uh, I don't have it here. Uh, it's, it's, um, in the book it says, um, building habits is not about like, it's, it's not, um, it's about the it's about like small it's like small increments at a time like one step one like just getting better um a little every day and that's where like the one percent every day get one percent better every day comes from and in a year you get like 37 times like 37x of yeah. whatever um and yeah it's just um oh wow i just i lost my train of thought again <laughs> you're fine um uh yeah uh, yeah the the uh when you said the go to your nine to five and work after um that reminded me of what uh gary vanderchuk said he's like yeah you, you work 
you go to your nine to five, but then people who have dreams and ambitions and goals, like you got to be mindful what you're doing from like five to um, 12 or five, like the, the other eight hours after your, uh, your work day. Um, a lot of people come home after work and there's like, I, I'm done. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, you, but then if you really look at it, you have like what, another eight hours, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, like say, maybe if you want to sleep at one, like you still have a, a whole another day, if you will, after your job, yep. you can get a lot done in that time. Uh, people don't, pe- people don't, I guess, either realize it or they do realize it and they aren't uh they don't have to drive or they lack the ambition whatever the case is it's um it's the time is there we just have to uh be more mindful and utilize it um and and to in our and um utilize it to the best of our abilities uh it's uh it's, it's, it, to me, it's, it's the mindset. It's, it all starts like, all starts up here. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but shifting over to a, a more like lighthearted topic. Um, what, what are some hobbies, you know, what hobbies do you do? Like what interests do you have outside mm-hmm. of, you know, creating this amazing company that you are making? Yeah, no, I just code um, um, from the moment I open my <laughs> eyes till I hit the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, everyone that owns a company, they just do that 24-7. They have nothing nothing exactly. else. Exactly. Uh, no, I um, I play volleyball. Um, I do photography. Um, I want to get into music. I used to throw back to high school. I used to be in like a rock band in high school. Uh, oh, dang. And I played bass because... They needed a bassist, so I said sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. Like I miss it. I miss performing. I miss the music. So, uh, yeah, um, music, volleyball, photography—it's uh, other things I do. I mean, I started working out now because my roommate is—he's uh, my roommate's making me work out now. So, uh, doing that now. So, that's there what I'm go. doing when I'm not uh, at the desk. Yeah. What uh? What like instruments do you play? just 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 like electric guitar or uh yeah i play guitar um i've i feel like i could play drums if you put me behind a drum kit i feel like i could make it work because i've i've listened to enough uh music so I, i'm was re- really in the rock heavy metal pop punk punk scene mm-hmm. um like the old fall like the old fallout boy paramore red jumpsuit apparatus type of yeah yeah, yeah. stuff and um, I've listened to it so much. I feel like I could just, I could play the drums if you put me behind it. <laughs> uh, so I'll say like, yeah, electric guitar. I'll, I'll do like air drums. Cause like, I love the air drums. Um, and then this is going to be random, but I also play clarinets. Uh, and yeah, that's a, uh, that's it for now. <laughs> but I really want to get back into music. I think that's like me, my, uh, ultimate end goal is to be a touring musician i mean that sounds peaceful man that sounds pretty nice to me like that would that would be really nice yeah yeah i think i think that's like the the ultimate end goal where when i like hit financial freedom or or i'm financially stable where i don't have to uh you know really hustle for that for for uh, the next paycheck i really want to focus on music um, cause I, I miss, I really missed my high school days where I was performing and it was just a, a different energy that yeah. I get when I'm on stage. And, uh, I want, I want that again. <laughs> I want to, I want to perform in front of people. Uh, and yeah, no, just, absolutely. If, yeah. That just, that just <laughs> sounds, it feels awesome to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I play a couple of instruments. I never was in a band. I I, play, I, I was in jazz band, um, which I mean I enjoyed. Play, I enjoyed jazz band. It was it was nice. I play the piano, um, but like I wouldn't say I, I fell in love with it like like you did in terms of you know the the environment, the the emotions with it. Um, but I, I still I still play the piano when I go home because my piano is at home. Um, but I still play it um, and I play uh, the violin. Um, that was kind of something I just picked up because 
don't know. I, I've always been, I always wanted to play a string in, uh, instrument. My sister played the, uh, plays the guitar. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I play the piano, which is like, <laughs> you know, uh, an instrument that, that can, you can play alone. And I was like, let me try, you know, the violin. I'm curious, I'm curious how that would go. So there's like the two main instruments that I play. I mean, I don't know That's if you good. count like the recorder, but I play, a, I play a pretty, pretty mean, pretty mean hot gotcha. buns. Hot you know? cross so, buns. Yep. 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 <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I actually wanted to learn piano, uh, but then my mom was like, uh, we, we can't really fit a piano in the house. Hmm. I was like, okay, I can do guitar too. <laughs> <laughs> I could do, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so but, besides uh, like those, those physical hobbies, what are some like, um, you know, like virtual hobbies? Like, like, do you watch any specific shows? Do you enjoy any show that, show or anything or movie or, or, you know, outside of actually doing physical hmm. things? Uh, is there like anything that you just, you know, sit down on the couch and, and, and watch or, or something or? Um, I don't watch too much TV, but when I do, um, I'm a big fan of Lucifer, uh, mm. the Netflix show. Um, I just, I finished catching up, um, with their final season. Uh, I feel like that's, that's the end of it. So I'm a little sad that that's, uh, that's over. Um, my girlfriend introduced me to a, a sitcom called New Girl, and like low key, it's actually a really good show. I I, I really enjoy it. Um, just to put on whenever like, I have some time to kill. They're like short twenty minute episodes. Mm, I see. Uh, yeah. Um, I remember a while back, sometime last year, I watched The Good Place. That oh, was that was pretty interesting. That was so that good. Was good. Yeah, it was really I, good. I liked it. It was yeah, weird. Oh, uh, what? I, no, what, uh, I don't know. Weird is the right is the right word. It was uh, different. It's yeah, different. <laughs> it's different. You got. You just gotta watch. You, like you guys watching this, you gotta watch it to understand what we're talking about. It's yeah. different. Um, very unexpected yeah. turn turn of events in that show. Yeah, very. Yeah, a, a bunch of them. It's just like you're, you're like, oh, this is gonna happen. Psych. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is happening. Nah, no, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, we're kind of coming to 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 the near near the end of the podcast. And one thing that we like we like to do um, in the podcast is we like to end it off with like taking just a random like quiz, like a trivia quiz of like some hobby or show uh, that that the to the the guest mentioned. So you mentioned Lucifer, so I just pulled up a Lucifer okay. quiz. And I'm gonna kind of kind of see how much how much you know <laughs> of it and how ignorant I am with it because I've never watched the show. Uh, it's just kind of some fun thing that we do, just kind of uh, you know, just test our knowledge for with sure. it. And, yeah, for sure. So. You gotta watch it after the after the after the show though. It's. I'll I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I, I think it's really good. <laughs> okay, so first question is 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 first thing, uh, first in what city does the show take place? Los Angeles. Let's see if you're right. Okay, dang. Okay. Ooh. I see you. What is the name of Lucifer's nightclub? Lux. Are you? I would have said Hell on Earth, but that. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh man. Piano. Really? Kill, what? I would have. I would have expected <laughs> guitar. I would have been like, yeah, easily guitar. I mean, like the goat, the goat, and everything. I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, true. Nah, this is like the stereotypical heavy metal, like all oh, you are saying <laughs> worshiper type of thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see, large scar that reveals part of his end. Uh, what is it? Uh, his horns. Ooh. It should be his wings. Wings on his back. Let's see. Yep. Okay. Huh. I was gonna like say why, but I was like, wait, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mazakine. That's a demon friend. She's a she's a a badass in that sh in that show. That's a very unique name. I wonder if like I wonder if that's like a I wonder if that's like in the Bible. You know, like I'm wonder, I I wonder how <laughs> accurate Lucifer is to like the actual Bible in terms of like have, character no names. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Lucifer, I, I don't know. I don't. Know. Uh, I mean, there's. I guess there's there's God in it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there you go. I mean, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. 
how long? Oh. I have no idea. Six months. No, no. five <laughs> years. You weren't, bro. Are you even a fan? You weren't even close. No, there's like five seasons. Oh, Actually, no, I could be wrong. There may be more, but there's a good amount of seasons. It's been a while since the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> what is Maze's job in season one? Season one. Why would Lucifer need a bodyguard? What? Oh, God. Bounty hunter. Well, no. I was gonna say bartender at Lux. <laughs> oh, oh, that would have made sense. Yeah, our first job. Okay, two. Maybe this one's bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There we go. Ah, oh, my camera died. Oh, uh, you're fine. You want to switch over to another one or? Um, let me just replace the battery real quick. Oh, good. Let's see. Turn on. Hopefully. Oh, there we go. Uh -huh. Here we are. Awesome. Okay. Back. Let's keep going. Use as our humans. Last human, oh. last name. I really hope it's Morningstar. I really hope it's Morningstar. <laughs> I actually don't remember this. Uh, da, 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 da. Jones. Jones. Let's see. Smith. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh man. Which human has seen Maze's real face? Trixie. Chloe. Chloe. No, what? I just said Trixie because I just found the name funny. <laughs> oh. How did he meet Detective Cole Decker? Cole Decker. Damn, how did they meet? I mean, he wanted, would Lucifer want to be tricked or, tra or tracked down? Hmm. I feel like it has to be one of these two because they're like the longest. I think he was a witness. Yeah. Yes. Trixie's real name. I really hope it's what? I I thought her name was always Trixie. Let's what? find out. Oh, Beatrice. Oh, wow. oh man, I'm bad. Okay. <laughs> All the Lucifer fans are gonna get triggered. Gotta rewatch this show now. <laughs> what is Chloe's mother's name? Uh, Dorothy. <laughs> Oh man, no. I could have went with it. Oh, what is Chloe's father's done. name? Paul. Yeah, let's go with Paul. Uh, John, bro. <laughs> John Dick. Oh, right. This is doing information about Chloe's conception was revealed. How was she conceived? What does that mean? Naturally, but unplanned. <laughs> I'm doing this one. Oh. Oh, that's what it means. Okay. <laughs> Man, I think these are giving spoilers away. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put we'll put a spoiler. You know, giant giant flashing warning right before we do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chloe is uh, estranged from her husband. Espinoza. That, I know this one. Espinoza. That's us. Bam. Thousand percent sure. How long is this? Quit, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Very long. Oh no, those are ads. Oh, I know. We'll do like three more, or do you want to actually finish all of it? Oh, uh, we could. Let's do like three more. That's a very long. Yeah, that's <laughs> a long quiz. Uh, what is this? Uh, Detective Douche. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh... Stupid teen movie. Uh, I think it's Hot Tub High School. Yep. Woo. What nickname did John call? Pumpkin. 
No, monkey. Monkey. Ah. One more, one more. You have to end on a good note. Uh, yellow hammer. <laughs> Chloe is an outsider at LAPD due to her stance on officer involved shooting. Keystone? Oh, man. I totally forgot this one. Palmetto. Let's try Palmetto. All right. Yes. There you go. Ending on a good note. Heck yeah. Ooh. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you, Calvin. Yeah, um, likewise. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if you guys want to go check out our Patreon link down below, if you if you enjoy this podcast, you want to see some uh, stuff that we're not posting from this video, um, definitely go check it out. You'll get only access to, to different videos and stuff like that and different merch. Uh, the higher you go in the Patreon ranking. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, check out our, our Twitch, and check out our landing page in the description below. We'll even leave a link to Calvin's company if he has a page or anything of the sort. We'll leave a link to his uh, social media also. Um, if you want to give yourself a shout out right now, Calvin, you're more than welcome to. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm mainly on Instagram. You guys can find me at Calvin Toes. Uh, my It's a play on my full name. Uh, I, I don't have a feed fetish, I promise. Uh, my last name is Toe, T-O. So I just added an E-S to the end of it. So it's at Calvin Toes. Uh, my Instagram for the business is at chapter2creative underscore. Um, and I mean, yeah, feel free to reach out, slide in my DMs on Instagram if you need any help, whether that's in the space of entrepreneurship, mindset, programming, uh, front-end development. Um, like, just, I'm all, my ears are all open. I'm, all, I'm always open to help. So okay. let me know. Yep, that's awesome. So we'll see you guys next time uh, on next week's podcast, uh, which will be interviewing someone new. And I hope to see you guys there. So. See you guys. All right.